here's a story from the world. The Biden administration just added more than a dozen additional Chinese companies to its economic blacklist. The U.S. Commerce Department says the companies are implicated in human rights abuses in China's northwest Xinjiang region. This follows another decision last month to ban the imports of certain Chinese products, also because of human rights concerns. The world's Anna Kusmer reports. Those concerns are about Xinjiang and China's treatment of Uyghur Muslims and other ethnic minorities there. Nirola Elema researches global supply chains, and when she looks through government documents and photos related to Xinjiang's vast labor program, she wonders if she'll see a face she knows, a cousin or a friend, because she grew up in that part of China. So sometimes when I look at those pictures, I will check whether these people are someone I know or someone I love. So this kind of feeling will always haunting me. In May, Elema was co-author of a report from Sheffield Hallam University in the UK. It found that Chinese companies in the solar supply chain in Xinjiang are using workers from government labor programs. The Chinese government says these programs are about jobs and reducing poverty. But Elema says they're really part of a forced labor system, and that Uyghurs who refuse to take part can end up in internment camps or prison. If they refused or they're not actively participate in this program, they will be marketed as extremists, separatism, terrorist. Refuse is not an option. Chinese officials have repeatedly denied allegations of human rights abuses in Xinjiang. Elema's co-author is human rights researcher Laura Murphy. She says the government system of control in Xinjiang is so vast, it could include up to 2 million people. I think the system of forced labor that we see happening in northwestern China right now in the Uyghur region is unprecedented. It is organized and facilitated and subsidized and incentivized by the government. Murphy and Elema's report focused on the solar industry because one key component of solar panels, called polysilicon, is made in Xinjiang. These companies produce 45 percent of the world's polysilicon which is then shipped around the world as a key component of solar panels made elsewhere. Johannes Bernreuter in Germany is a global market researcher on polysilicon. You could describe it as the heart of a solar panel. At least nine companies in the solar supply chain in Xinjiang were linked to forced labor in that UK report. But Bernreuter says that parts of all solar panels, even the ones made in the U.S., can be traced back to China. Basically, all solar panels in the end are contaminated by forced labor in Xinjiang. For this story, I contacted five of the largest companies in Xinjiang, and none of them responded. One of the biggest manufacturers in the region is a company called Hoshine. It's named in an order from the Biden administration issued last month that bans the imports of the company's silica products. So this is a a welcoming step. Uh, This is one of the most effective ways to handle the ongoing forced labor practices. Nuri Turkel is vice chair at the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. He was born in Xinjiang in a detention camp and moved to the U.S. in 1995. It's been more than 20 years since I've been advocating uh, human rights for the Uyghur people. He says calling out big companies is a good way to put pressure on the Chinese government. Two things are very important to the Chinese government. One is uh, naming shaming, publicly calling them out for the ongoing atrocities in Uyghur homeland. 
And then two, um, going after the economic interests. Activists have called for boycotts of cotton and other consumer items from Xinjiang. But Turkel says it's about time solar energy was added to the list. Just focusing on cotton garments, textile products are not enough. Uh, This has to be uh, expended to other areas. Nearly 300 solar companies that operate in the U.S. signed a pledge opposing forced labor in the solar supply chain. Nuri Turkel says if the U.S. wants to work with China to promote renewable energy, it needs to be done in a way that upholds human rights. We need to upgrade our infrastructure. We need to save the planet. At the same time, the Uyghur lives are as important as the environment that we try to protect. China's foreign ministry responded to the Biden administration's import ban on solar products from Xinjiang. Here's a government spokesman speaking through a translator. The U.S. uses human rights as a disguise to do all it could to cripple the industrial development in Xinjiang. What it does is detrimental to Xinjiang people's right to subsistence and development. And he goes on to say that the real goal of the United States is to contain China. For the world, I'm Anna Kusmer.